When I asked some people, like, hey, I want to talk about general absolution for one of these videos. I talked to some youth pastors, youth ministers. I said, what do you guys think about it? And they said, it's dumb. <laughs> I said, well, why? tell me why it's dumb. And they said, because it takes out the relationship. Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz, and this is Ascension Presents. So it is the season right now, at the end of Lent, that's where I'm filming this, at the end of Lent for reconciliation, right? For confession, for the opportunity to come before the Lord and have our sins forgiven through the ministry of the priest. Um, now, we know that that's a real thing because we know that Jesus, after he had died and rose from the dead on that Easter Sunday, he said to his apostles, he said, he breathed in them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. Those whose sins you forgive are forgiven them. Those whose sins you hold bound are held bound. Later on, James, he writes in James chapter five, and he says, um, if anyone's sick among you, let them send for the priests of the church. Priests will pray over them. Essentially, I'm, I'm paraphrasing a little bit. If they've uh, committed any sins, those sins will be forgiven. The next line is, therefore, confess your sins to one another. We've already covered this, I think, in a different video. But the reality, of course, is two things. One is, Jesus has given his apostles, and their successors, the bishops and priests, the ability to forgive sins in his name. Secondly, James 5 connects the ability for, to forgive sins in his name with confess your sins. Now, it could be, you know, James, people could say, well, confess your sins to one another just means, hey, brothers and sisters in Christ, just confess your sins to each other. Could mean that. But as we've already pointed out in other videos, I think, I think, St. James writes, call for the priests of the church. The priests will pray over them. They'll be forgiven their sins. Therefore, confess your sins to one another. That therefore, you always have to ask the question, what's it there for? And so it connects, it's a connecting word between forgiveness of sins and confession of sins. And I think that that is a good case. Anyways, all that being said, <laughs> there is something powerful and something necessary about being reconciled to the Lord, about say, coming before God and saying, God, I know you want me to be here because that's the truth of the matter is whenever we go to confession, We've said this before as well, but I'm going to say it again. Whenever we go to confession, it's always a response. It's always, it's never us saying, God, please give me another chance. And it's God saying to us, hey, give me another chance. Give my mercy another chance. Let me make you new. Let me reconcile you to me and to the body of Christ. So, so again, when we go to confession, yes, we're guilty. Yes, we've fallen. Yes, we've sinned. But it is always the Lord himself who wants the sinner. It's always the Lord himself who wants uh, us who have fallen. He wants our broken hearts because he knows he can reconcile us, he can heal us, and he can make us new. Okay, so all that being said, this is also the season for what they call communal penance services. Now, individual penance services, that's like, you know, if your, your parish has uh, confession times before every mass, or maybe they have it only on Saturdays, whatever. That's like your individual penance service, right? Not even really a service, you just go into confession. But these communal penance services, where you gather a bunch of people, you say, hey, this Tuesday of you know, Holy Week, we're going to have a big penance service, and we're going to have some prayer, we have some music maybe, we're going to have an examination of conscience, we have a bunch of priests here, and then after that examination of conscience, after that prayer, you go to confession and you receive absolution. So good, super good, highly recommend, 10 out of 10. <laughs> the problem is, there has creeped in, there has crept in, there has sneaked in, there has snuck in, all the words. There has <laughs> infiltrated in the church. There has been this thing called general absolution. General absolution. What is general absolution? Well, general absolution is actually a real thing. But it's a real thing that's been given to us for because God is merciful to be used in very, very, very limited capacity. In fact, it's only to be used in extreme cases. What's general absolution? General absolution is there's a bunch of people and they have no opportunity to go to confession. 
but they desire God's mercy. And so the priest can give what he call, what they call general, general absolution. So I always think about that. I think about this every time I'm on a plane and we hit some turbulence. <laughs> I remember a priest way back when, when I was, even before seminary, I think, I, I listened to some of his tapes and saw some of his things. And he, he had talked about how whenever he has, when there was turbulence on planes, when he, here he is as a priest, he would always say, get ready. He'd get ready to unbuckle and just like jump up and say, I absolve all of your sins and the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And so every time we hit turbulence, I'm like, okay, here we go. Let's go. <laughs> Let's be prepared. I'm like, maybe I should stay buckled in. I'm not sure. But I'm ready to do the general absolution thing if we're on a plane going down, going to hit the ground. I want to forgive as many people on the way as we possibly can in the name of Jesus. Um, so general absolution is what they call an exception or it's an extraordinary way in which Jesus Christ can give his mercy to the people of God in extreme situations. So a plane is about to crash. There's no time for to hear confessions, general absolution. There is uh, one priest in front of, you know, a bunch of soldiers who are about to be sent off to, to D-Day and there's no, ch no chance for personal individual confession. He can give general absolution. Any, any kind of situation that it's extreme. Now it's not extreme to say that, well, we have, you know, we had a communal penance services, service and we have a hundred people here and only two priests. That's not an extreme situation. Why? Because there's no immediate danger. So you can't actually, in those cases, still give general absolution. It removes the reality that what reconciliation is, is, what forgiveness is, is it's not simply a matter of like, oh, I've been taken care of, well, I've been scrubbed clean. It's a matter of restoring relationship, right? It's a matter of like, I acknowledge my own sin and I'm going to the Lord through the ministry of the priest and the Lord's coming to me through the ministry of the priest and I'm being reconciled and that relationship is being restored through the ministry of the priest. So to that end, what we need is we need what they call auricular confession, meaning I'm saying my sins out loud. They're heard by the priest and then I'm given absolution. See, these things are completely, they're, they're so necessary that in those, even in those conditions, those extreme conditions, right, where general absolution is, is possible because it is possible and planes going down, troops are being shipped out. The condition is not only that, that there's repentance, right, and not only is there an intention to uh, make reparation for one's sins, but the condition is that at the first opportunity, the penitent, the person with the sins, the person having their sins forgiven, at the first opportunity, they're going to confess whatever mortal sins they're aware of. Think about this. How many parishes, and this is one of the things I'm talking about, one of the reasons I'm talking about this is because this is something that has, you know, as I said, sneaked in, snuck in, infiltrated a lot of different par parishes and people are convinced that, oh, this is fine. This has got me covered. It doesn't have you covered. I'm telling you this right now. Why? Because if there are mortal sins, yes, okay, they're forgiven in extreme cases. But the condition is that at the first opportunity, I'm going to bring those mortal sins to individual confession and I'm going to confess them out loud to the priest and he, in the name of Jesus, to the ministry of Christ, is going to give me absolution. So here, here's a person, like you might even be one of those people who are like, wait, I went to these, this, this general absolution, I received that years ago. The condition has been that you would actually have brought those sins to individual confession. So if this is, the, the new, if this is news to you right now, again, don't be disheartened. Please don't be discouraged. Um, you can be upset. That's okay. It's completely legitimate to be upset. But the next step is, okay, I need to bring those sins I've not verbally confessed to confession. And to do that as soon as possible. That's, that's my invitation. Uh, because here's the thing, that the priest should have known better. Your pastor should have known better. If the bishop had given permission for this, he should have known better. He should have known it, made it very, very clear that even if this, was, if this was a case of extreme emergency, that he should have made it clear to everyone involved 
that after the fact, they were under the obligation to still go to confession and confess whatever mortal sins they're aware of. Again, please, this is not about checking off boxes. It's not about jumping through hoops. This is about restoring a relationship. I think one of the gifts that Jesus gave us when he gave us the gift of sacrament of reconciliation, sacrament of confession, is that there's something so personal about this where I have to, with my own voice, I have to take responsibility for my failings. I have to take responsibility for my sins. I have to take responsibility for my own life, my own decisions. And I'm saying that out loud to some, someone who's standing in the person of Christ. And then that person standing in the person of Christ, acting in the person of Christ, I get to hear those words. I absolve you of all of your sins. There's something, again, it's about relationship. It's not about just the rules. It's not about just a, a commandment. It's about a covenant. And when we sin, we're breaking that relationship. So when we confess, we have to do it via relationship as well. Does that make sense? When we sin, we break the relationship. We're saying to God, I don't, God, I know what you want. I don't care. I want what I want. Therefore, when we're restored again, when we're reconciled again, we have to do it in the context of relationship. Where it's, God, I know what you want. You have called me to confess my sins to your presbyters, right? To your priests. And you've called them and you ordained them to have the power in the, the ministry of the Holy, the ministry of Jesus, but the power of the Holy Spirit to mediate your forgiveness to me. Anyways, so that's, that's my invitation. I know this could be a very challenging thing. If you are someone who's like, I've been to general, I've gotten general absolution a bunch of times. What do I do next? Don't panic. Just seek out your priest, seek out your pastor, and to be able to say, okay, Father, uh, I need to make, maybe, maybe I need to make a general confession. Maybe I need to go back and say, here's the things that I, I believed I was forgiven for. Um, and so in good faith, the Lord meets you with his mercy. But I know now that if I want to restore that relationship, I need to confess them out loud, individually, one-to-one, the penitent to the confessor, from that, that, the, the sinner, the brokenhearted, to the person, the man, the priest who stands in the person of Christ. Hope that makes sense. Um, and if this is one of those things where you're like, wow, that's a little factoid, a little trivia, I had no idea. Um, now you know. And if you were like, Father, I totally knew this from way back when. Um, or if it's maybe a, a matter of, again, one of those, it's intimidating and it's difficult to swallow, uh, it's okay. Don't worry. The Lord is with you. He loves you. Remember the whole reason behind this, the whole motivation behind this is God's love for you. So do not be afraid. But please make an examination of conscience and then seek out confession within the next couple days even. Because why not? The, the, the Lord loves you. So why wait from coming back to him, confessing your sins and being restored to the fullness of that love? I am praying for you. Uh, please pray for me, I guess. <laughs> from all this here to Ascension Presents, my name is Father Mike. God bless.